Alright, we are here and ready to go. Week 7 recap, week 8 primer, and another guest today. Um, I'm recording this Thursday afternoon. Just a quick PSA. In the future, I'm going to work to get these out on Wednesday. Um, I know that getting this out on Friday, which is when this will get out, is probably a bit too late, to be honest. I don't tend to listen to stuff like this on a Friday or Saturday, as that's kind of when I'm doing other things, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So, in the future, I will try and get these out on Wednesday. Um, sometimes when there's a guest, I suppose that might be pushed back, as I don't have a ton of time to get it edited, especially when I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but, yeah, so expect this on Wednesday next week, and I do not believe we will have a guest, but we'll see. So, Another really good week of NFL games. I'm not going to recap them. I think I might recap them with the guests later on. We'll see. As far as the AHS Fantasy Bros League went, uh, five games, ten teams. Winners were Dax Babycock, 25-point victory over me. Lead had a less than one-point victory over Javes. PB had a nine-point victory over Allen. Ryan had a three-ish point victory over Insti, and Yanni had a 32-point victory over Kura. So, some really close games in there. Lots of fun. I love the close games, because it's fun to look back at the mistakes you made, or the mistakes somebody else made. Not that you would know, as hindsight is 2020, but these close games are definitely more fun to pay attention to. So, the standings, they're they're changing a little bit. I think that the overall picture of the standings is really taking shape now. We've got three at the top, a whole bunch in the middle, and nobody at the bottom. Um, PB and Ryan are still way out front for the most part, both at 6-1. and one. Uh, PB has gone up in his points scored over Ryan. He's now at 894 over Ryan's 840. However... PB does have a few less points scored against him. John Redeker is one game behind them at 5-2. And, and then we've got 1, 2, 3, 4 teams at 3-4. And, and 3 teams at 2-5. and five. So, looking at those teams in there right now, I, you know, Allen's team, sorry Allen, <laughs> fucking struggling. 605 points for, also I believe the lowest points against. So, it is just a super rough time for Allen right now. I'm not sure what exactly went wrong, but it's not looking good. Thankfully, we have not been adhering to any punishments thus far this year because Allen looks like he's nose-diving straight towards that outcome. But we'll see. He's got some good players, so things could always change. Uh, Yanni's team getting a, a much-needed win. He desperately needed that win to stay out of the 1-6 category and his team looks good i mean there's some good players i mean there's some letdowns too uh i think the uh the mike davis pick i've been burned by him in another league as well he has just not been good i don't really understand what he's doing or why he's not doing anything but the addition of cordell cordero patterson in atlanta has not been kind to him so looking out over our Week 8 matchups, a couple that I think are a bit make or break. I think that the uh, the Ryan and Kura matchup is going to be really big for both of them. Um, 
if I think it should be pretty close. I don't know how much the Packers are going to let up. Our defense has been sneaky okay this year. I, I don't think we're good, but I also don't think we're terrible. And I think we have the kind of pressure we need to uh, to work on Hopkins if he plays, to work on A.J. Green, who Kura has, to work on Kyler Murray. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But Kura would slide to 3-5, and five, so that's not great. Um, the, the next one is KCPB and NC. NC's team is pretty good. I think PB's team is better. Sorry, NC. But I think the NC's team is good. So I could definitely see him taking a, you know, stealing the game here, moving to three and five, and starting to climb that leaderboard. Um, Lead and Allen. I believe that's who that is. Yes, I still can't tell the difference between Allen and Javes. But Lead and Allen, I think that this is kind of like the, the make or break as far as are you going to slide or are you going to climb? Because, you know, Two and five, three and four, they're projected for 110 and 112, respectively. So I think it's going to be a close game. I think that some of their matchups look good for their players. So I don't know. We shall see. All right, we are back for week three of the AHS Fantasy Bros podcast, week two of guests, and week eight of the NFL season. So today on, we have the... Earlier, as promised, guest Casimir Panawash. How's it going, Casey? Woo! It's good to be here. I'm doing great. Hell yeah! So I've been I've been waiting for this ever since I heard of this idea. I know, I know, and I I felt bad because I said, well, whoever wins next week can come on. Well, both you and Ryan won, so I was like, well, shit. (laughs) And Ryan, Ryan, you know the. What what is the saying? The uh, squeaky wheel gets a grease. Ryan Ryan made the comment in the uh, Facebook group. I was like, all right, all right, let's go. And <laughs> so, I thought for sure I had it in the bag, given I was sitting at top of the league. I know it's true. That's it's okay. true. Yeah, I think I think you had the most points scored at that point in time, but I'll take the L on that. So before we get started here tonight, we have Green Bay, Arizona. I believe this game is in Arizona. Um, seven and one. Sorry, seven and zero. Oh. Um, Cardinals versus the six and one Packers. What are your what are your predictions A for the game and then B for the actual fantasy ramifications of both Adams and Lazard being out? Oh, okay, sweet. Um, I'm thinking the only way the Packers win tonight is if our defense steps up big. Sam, uh, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers can spread the ball out uh, no matter who's on the field. I think maybe he might have a couple more drop passes than normal than throwing to Devontae all the time. But uh, I'm not worried about our offense getting going. I know that their defense is pretty stark to begin with, but I think that we're going to be able to find a way. We're balanced enough between the run and the pass that we won't have to just rely on one or the other. Um, but I think what's going to what's going to help the Packers if they can get some turnovers on defense. I think the team that wins is going to have, you know, one or two more turnovers than the other team. So I I'm I can't tell you my prediction of who is going to win. But uh, I, I think it'll be a closer game than people are thinking. I think the line's like six and a half points in favor for Arizona right now. Um, yeah, I think so, or something close to that. I think this one could go down to the wire. I don't know yeah. if it, I don't know if it's that handily uh, in favor of Arizona, in my opinion. But that's just me. In fantasy yeah. ramifications. Um, really disappointed that MVS wasn't going to get the start tonight. There was a maybe, you know, that like I. I don't, is it, I don't know if it's this league or another one. Um, 
where I have him in my IR spot. I don't. Mm, okay. Oh, it's this league. It's our league that I have him. And I thought he would be a good play, but I have plenty of other options to go to. So I don't think I would have ended up starting him anyway. Um, I think Aaron Jones, even though Arizona is a tough run defense, I think Aaron Jones is going to have a, a really solid night. Aaron Rodgers, I think I was listening to fantasy footballers. They're saying that Aaron Rodgers, when Devontae Adams has missed over the past couple of years, has actually performed better in fantasy. Yeah, so I believe we're uh, seven seven and zero in games he's missed, which is crazy to me. But that is pretty crazy. But yeah. I think that's the testament of him being able to spread the ball around wherever he wants. Um, and honestly, probably rather than trying to force it to Devontae in double coverage and people knowing where it's going to go, like no one knows where it's going to go tonight. So on the yeah. Arizona side. So I mean, if you have Aaron Jones, you're going to be fine. You have Kyler Murray, I think you're going to be fine. Um, even probably a couple of the running back options for um, uh, Arizona, probably fine. I have A.J. Green starting in another league. I'm a little nervous for that, but that's because that league has, like, no bench spots, and I have people on by, people who are hurt, and I'm even having – I'm uh, like, I have Kyler Murray in that league, but I'm forced to start A.J. Green. I'm forced to start Tyler Lockett and Zach Moss. Oof, yikes. All <laughs> our options – overall like none of them are super studs tyler lockett should be but obviously not until wilson comes back yeah so, no um, but yeah in terms of fantasy relevance you have those key players that are always good you're fine and hopefully if you have Devonte adams you have a pivot it, you probably weren't banking on lazard to begin with so that's not a huge deal but yeah yeah i think so as well and i mean it'll be interesting to see i think that with the way that adams gobbles up targets every game he's force fed till he pukes essentially and I, th- I think that hopefully some of our, you know, a little bit lesser known wide receivers, hope maybe Amari Rogers, you know, third round pick out of Clemson. We'll see if that, um, if that comes to fruition at all. I don't know, but it's, you know, EQ has basically seen what, I think he has two receptions in the season. Like oh, yeah. those guys, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it's, it's tough to look at the Packers right now. And I, I haven't been the person who who says, well, we need more weapons. We need more weapons. I'm like, yeah, but our defense sucks, whatever. I don't really know what the prescription is to fix this. However, you look at a team like Arizona with their weapons or a team like um, the Chiefs with their weapons or even like Buffalo. Like, if you're going to look at Buffalo, you've got Stefan Diggs, you've got um, Emmanuel Sanders, and... Who's our third speedy guy? Um, I mean, I know you have Cole Beasley. He's he's kind of like a Randall Cobb type. Um, even those weapons, as an aggregate, are better than the Packers' weapons. You know, and those are the best offenses yeah. in the league. So it's crazy. It's you can literally start almost anyone on the Buffalo offense. Uh, both of their running backs are good if they get in the end zone. Their tight end and three, four wide receivers could be good on any given week. Just nuts. I know it's crazy. Or even like you know Tampa Bay. I mean the. The weapons they have is insane, and you look at the Packers, and it's like, well, we have Devontae Adams, and then what? I mean, right. that's that's really it. I mean, I think that even some of the people who are highly touted, I think Tunyon is a nice player. I don't think he's an elite tight end as far as his athletics, anything else, but I was whatever. hoping after last year, and I was, like, doubting everyone that's like, he's going to get tight, uh, touchdown regression this year, and, like, he's not going to be as good. I was a truther, but uh... – yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I think he gets into the end zone tonight, though, out of necessity. I, I think so as well. Yeah, I think he's going to DFS play if anybody else plays DFS. I'm not going to be um, posting this until tomorrow anyways, so people nice. won't hear this until after the game. But, yeah, I, I predict Packers probably 
cover, but lose. So we'll see. Um, hopefully we win. I think that game starts in about two hours from now. It's 5.30 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. So, all right. Let's skip forward uh, a little bit. So just a little recap. So you're you're living in uh, Kansasville with your wife, Amy, correct? Still? Yes, still. We're still married. We're still married. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, living in a little place called Kansasville that's a real place and getting things ready for uh, little baby Belinsky to pop out here in February. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so exciting. And I mean, Kansasville is by Burlington, which is, I mean, everybody knows where Burlington is, or most people do at least. So um, I guess it's kind of between Burlington and I guess I don't really know. And uh, Racine? Grove. It's in Racine County. Yeah, okay. So if you know anywhere, if you know where Racine is, it's kind of in there. So Yeah, <laughs> like, and I suppose a lot of people listening to this podcast were there. So I guess I don't need to explain to everybody where you live. <laughs> okay, so yeah, baby panel wash coming in so what is that four months from now yeah and um i know you also you just finished your half marathon last week right yep yeah man that was like i'm so glad that that's done i was thinking about this i trained for three months because it's not that i was training to finish i was training for a pace sure Um, yeah i trained for three months that's like an entire track season but with only one meet at the end like that it just so mentally not having those chances to like compete or whatever. And it was just running by myself all the time, like hot damn three months of that is a long ass time. So I'm just super glad that that's done. And like trying to go get my MBA for grad school on top of that, and then getting ready for the baby and working full time and doing house projects is just a lot. So yeah. one last thing off my plate is fantastic. And that's <laughs> seriously. A lot of a lot of vomit. Fifty steps before the finish. Like, oh my god! My I mean, that's how you know you're working hard. So, I'll take it. Yeah, man. Um, so, on top of your schedule, how many fantasy leagues are you in this year? Three, two, one. Just ours. I'm in three. So okay. one with us, one with uh, the other two are um, with my former camp uh, coworkers. Uh, one is like an absolutely crazy scoring league similar to ryan last week except we don't use punters and we don't use coaches but it's the the points are just crazy like it's a thousand points for a touchdown um and you get crazy bonus like quarterbacks if they hit 400 yards they get a crazy bonus and just um like here's the projected point total for this week in one of my games is uh, i'm projected to score thirty-eight thousand, and my opponent is projected to score thirty-nine thousand classic you how stupid that is and it's but it's the cheapest league that i'm in um the big money hundred dollar league that i'm in is half ppr just like ours um it's a little more difficult for quarterbacks to get points um rushing yards and rushing touchdowns really matter because it's a less points per passing yards in that league but um it's really similar to ours otherwise just less bench spots and then I'm struggling in that league right now, like I said, because there's just not enough bench depth. Yeah. But yeah, three leagues overall. Um, ours is the most fun. The hundred dollar one is the um, is right behind us, uh, and then the the other one is like I don't put as much effort into that one. Although in that one, I'm also I'm six and one, six and one, and then four and three in my leagues. So I'm, well, feel like I'm spending a little too much time on it. Considering all else I've going on, but whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, at some point, you know, it can become an obsession, but I think that there's a good middle point where it's just a hobby. Like, it's fun to muck around on the waiver wire, or it's fun to take some time out of your day to listen to a podcast or whatever it might be. So, oh, totally. I know, That's I know how it feels. Is NFL, uh, is fantasy podcasts, um, and then just in the evenings, you know, just making waiver moves. Although this past week, I forgot, and I totally, not that I think I would have got him, but I forgot to put in my bid for Khalil Herbert and a couple other people, and I just, I messed up this week, but that's okay. Uh, I think it's fine, too. I, th- I think that Montgomery is going to be back soon, and uh, what's, uh, what is it, Damien, Damien, uh, who is the the backup in, in Chicago? Damien Williams, right? Is that, or is he in, uh, yeah, oh yeah, Daryl Williams is the one, or Daryl Williams. Is it Daryl? Oh, Damian Williams is in Kansas City? Yep, that, yeah, that's so I couldn't remember. They used to both be in Kansas City, I think. But, yeah, so I think he's yeah. back, too, anyway. D so. Williams. <laughs> D, yeah, D Williams, exactly. So, um, okay, so, yeah, three leagues. I think that that's probably going to be the higher end of what we see. I'm in three or four as well, and I think Ryan, Ryan said three, maybe maybe four. So I think that's definitely, like, a sweet, sweet spot if you do, you know, pay attention, if you're on Twitter, those sorts of things. So, huh, good to know. Cool. And um, this league is the only league that has fab. And clearly, you and I having the least amount of fab of anyone in our league. Funny enough. Us two. Yeah, I know. It's funny. And also, like, realistically, though, I mean, how much fab do I have left? Like, $13? 13 <laughs> and I have 16 It's been just a row. I mean, I haven't even really kept anybody that I got enough fab. That's the thing. Like, for it's basically for nothing. I mean, my only... Right pickup that was nice was Cordero Patterson and that was week one you know so besides that it's just been crap I've just been rotating crap in and out um but oh well that's what it's for so um I think something you know fab is a little bit confusing I think that it is a bit of a deterrent for some people until you kind of figure it out uh but playing in a league two leagues with fab and two leagues without fab the ones without fab tend to just be a little bit more frustrating because you know just because you shouldn't be punished for being good, you know, doesn't really. It's not a rich get richer situation. It's just like a, you're being punished for having a good record. So, I think it it helps level the playing field a little bit, especially when the waivers can be pretty important. So, all right, let's let's move on to the next thing. You had wanted to touch on some bold predictions. Yeah. You want to get that off your chest and let's see who you're putting down or lifting up. Yeah. So. This is not personal to anybody. I just I've been looking at teams and looking at records and looking at points for and points against. Um, you know, I my this isn't a bold prediction. I feel like I'm going to drop to third or fourth place by the end of the season. Uh, my team, although it has scored decent amount of points, I've also had the second least amount of points scored against me. Hmm. Uh, I'm second most points for and second least points against. So I've been very favored, or I've had favorable matchups thus far. And I played Allen last week, uh, and I beat him not even scoring 100 points. Sorry, Oh, Alan. wow. Yep, yeah, uh, you're right. Allen is not in my bold predictions category. Here. <laughs> uh, bold prediction, though, I think Insti and Yanni, who are sitting at 8 and 9, both make the playoffs. And I think Insti is the most likely sleeper to win the entire league. Now, wow, that, that is a prediction. Going from the bottom, Insty's team has scored a hundred or eight hundred ninety-four points. Mine has scored eight hundred ninety-four points, and John's uh, team has or Dex Babycock, as we should call it, <laughs> there you has go. Yeah. eight hundred ninety-five points. 
We are all within one point of one another, and yet somehow Insty's sitting in eighth. John pointed this out last week. So I think Insty's going to make the playoffs, but not only that, I think out of anyone closest to the bottom, he's the most likely to win the whole thing. I think Ryan and I drop out of the top two, and I think that um, for sure, I think Redeker's going to get a first-round bye, and I think... um, Actually, I'm not going to say the second one is. I can't make, I can't go that far. Maybe Ryan or I get it just because right now we're, apart from uh, John, we're three games ahead of everybody. So there's uh-huh. a good chance like we could just be doing okay and still stay near the top. But, yeah, bold prediction. Ryan and I are going to drop down, not get the bye, and then Insty and Yanni are both going to make the playoffs, and Insty is my sleeper to win the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, that is a – I mean – that is pretty bold. I th- I would agree definitely that Insta team is is a huge sleeper right now. Um, but I think Yanni's team is actually kind of a sleeper too. I know last week I commented that I thought he was going to get his first or second win of the year just because of the way that the the matchup looked and he had no buys and that came true I believe. He who did he play? Uh, let's see here. I believe he played Casey Kura. I think so. Yeah, I think he got the win. So man. Yeah, he did. Yep, there we go. So that's, I mean, that's that shows something. There's a little bit of little bit of life there, a little bit of a pulse there. Still, I think. Um, points so, yeah. for he's middle of the road, but points against. I mean, he's 50 points more scored on him than like anyone else in the league. 891 yep. points against. I mean, yep, that's, which, that's nuts. There's there's two trends in this league that happen year after year. Yanni always has a lot of points score on him, and Redeker always gets the first pick. That's just how it goes. That's, That's just, how it uh, goes. You remember last year when we were commenting how crazy it was he didn't get the first pick? He, I realized last week Redeker got the first pick again this year. <laughs> I think he's had it four or five times now, um, which is just, ex- just an extraordinary stroke of luck. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. Absolutely absurd. I don't even remember the picks this year. All I saw was he had CMC. So I think I was the ninth pick. I remember being towards the back because I was really pissed off that the racing simulator had me being very slow. <laughs> yeah, although that was pretty funny. It worked out pretty well. So I know. I, I think I thought it, that was enjoyable. I like that. Yeah, it wasn't too much of a commitment, realistically. So I wasn't too uh, too concerned about that. Um, on as far as your team goes, who is your favorite? free agent pickup favorite fab pickup that you've had thus far this year hmm let's see looking through i mean i'm really okay looking forward not to what has performed for me but this morning i picked up rob gronkowski for free yeah see and that's remember mark andrews and i know that you were in a pickle with rob yeah i was yeah you were in a pickle with him yeah i traded for him right Oh, you traded for him. Got I it. traded for him, and then I dropped him because I had to. Yeah. Well, uh, by apocalypse and stuff happening, people are going to drop. Um, yeah. But I already have Mark Andrews, so I can't I can't say that moving forward, I'd probably trade bait for one of those two people. If anyone really needs a tight end, Gronk is coming back, baby, and Mark Andrews is solid. But in terms of a, a pickup, I'm just trying to think. Tim Patrick boomed me. Um, like yeah, I know. Last week, I picked him up, and he's Mr. Reliable, as people call him. He got me two points. Um, let's see. I need to I, – I don't know. who. You tell me yours, and I'm going to look through my fab history 
because I'm not, not too happy about it. I think my defense is I keep picking up solid defenses, but spending probably too much fab on them. But you tell me yours, and I'll, I'll look really quick. Yeah, well, as far as on your team, my favorite one on your team was the J.D. McKissick, but I, it actually looks like you dropped him now. So he he gone. <laughs> um, should probably go uh, scour the waiver wire for him right now. Um, not that I'm that interested. Um, but as far as my team goes, I, I mean, my, my favorite pickup has obviously been Cordero Patterson because he's been – I mean, I think he's still something like – running back three wide receiver four on the year. So, cause he has both positions, which is just crazy. Um, that's true. But, Yours is pretty, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a solid yeah. pick. I mean, he's in his being a wide receiver and running back uh, dual position is huge. I have him in another league that I have honest to God, a ridiculous amount of running backs and like three wide receivers. And I needed to start him in the wide receiver spot this week. So yeah, just super like, nice. That's a huge one for you. Um, and he's not on ESPN either. I have him in a league. I, I believe I, I'm in a league with Redeker and some of his friends, and I think I have him in that league, um, I believe, or my other ESPN league, and he is only classified as a running back, I believe. Gotcha. So, which, for I the think... beginning of the year, doesn't make sense because he had more receptions than carries, but anyways. <laughs> um, looking at my fab... Khalil Herbert should have been, but I picked literally, okay, I was sitting in the middle of the week and I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm like, Khalil Herbert is a better running back than D Williams, but the bears are stupid. So they're going to put their older, slower running back at second on the depth chart when Montgomery comes back. So I'm not going to keep Khalil as good as he is because they're going to squander him because that's what the Bears do. Um, and I just – I have a feeling that um, Williams is not going to be relevant, like, at all, and Khalil's just moved up, and I shouldn't have dropped him. So that's uh, – wait. You've got him. You're, you're starting him. You've got this him. This is a different league you, problem. Sorry. Uh, this you know what? I think you, you might have picked him back up, though, because he was on the waiver wire, I believe, in, our, in this league. Yeah, I picked him up for $15. Well, yep. horrible story. That was for a different league was that problem. So, yeah, maybe Khalil Herbert is moving forward is because I think it, some people like the Fantasy Footballers podcast was saying that they think he's going to be like a 60-40 split with Montgomery. So, if anything, mm-hmm. going to hurt Montgomery when he comes back because he's like Herbert's just really talented. But so it could end up being him. And I guess now, you know, one of my woes in another league. <laughs> Um, and looking, I was going to mention, so I, I was looking through the lineups of all the teams, and you do have one of the best keepers. I mean, not, it's hard to say, you know, you, you see the, the keeper list at the beginning of the year, and who knows who's good, who's bad, because you don't know who's going to break out, or become like Allen Robinson, I mean, the guy should probably be on the waiver wire by now. Um, I don't know who has him. Sorry for you. But Michael Pittman, it looks like you drafted him in the 11th round. Um, so that would be a, what, as it four rounds we do so seventh round pick next year that's a that's quite the keeper right there i appreciate i like that one if he keeps pace i mean you know it's there's this huge fear that analysts are saying with you know because i'm just following what analysts say i don't know yeah sure um the analysts are worried um when hilton comes back and everything um but michael Pittman is just showing 
like at the end of the game against um, San Fran, when he had that like big touchdown at the last second, mm-hmm. right? Like they showed the video of him going to the coach on the sideline, the coach like coming over and giving him a pat on the back. And like, it almost just felt like, okay, if you cannot ignore him at this point, like that was, I felt like that's his moment where it's like, no, Michael Pittman is an alpha wide receiver and you need to look for him moving forward. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree. I, I think probably right in terms of keeper, I he will be a strong candidate. That's for d- damn sure. Yeah, unless something drastic happens in their offense, or I, I don't know if Carson Wentz is on a long-term contract. I don't know how they go forward with that. I mean, it would be a shame if they end up going the route of like the Saints and pl- you know they're plugging in Carson Wentz until they can hopefully get somebody in the draft. I don't know. There's it's going to be a weird year in the draft with the Eagles will. Currently, the Eagles have the, I think it's the number two pick, the number three pick, and the number eight pick, uh, because they own Miami's first round pick this year, and Miami is fucking terrible, Um, and they also own, I think it's like the Texans, I mean, the Texans have no picks, because that's just an abomination of a a team. Uh, Speaking of the Texans, hopefully, I've heard rumors, and obviously there's always rumors, but Brandon Cooks, possibly to the Packers. I mean, this is like a... I saw you and Ryan talking about that. Well, so I had mentioned it only because um, the Texans traded away... Was it Mark Ingram? Back So Mark Ingram was on the Saints. Saints. He's going home. So I'm back to the Saints. And then Brandon Cooks immediately afterwards tweeted, this is bullshit, which I thought was hilarious. And then my first thought was, well... Clearly, Brandon Cooks wants out. He's been traded what three times? He he was drafted. Who was he? He was drafted by the Bills, or who was he drafted by? I don't. He was drafted by the Bills. I thought he was a Saint. No, or yeah, drafted by the Saints, traded to the Patriots, traded to the Bills, traded to the um, Rams, and then signed with the Texans. I think that's how it went. He was drafted by the Saints. I just okay. Yep. So I believe that's. He's been on five different teams, right? Are you on his? Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so so why not add a six? So that could be cool. That's, that could be something fun. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. That would be but, neat. In, the, yeah. in terms of picking up people on the wire, I was like, ooh, is Mark Ingram available? And then I was like, wait, it's Kamara there, so he's still not going to be relevant. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I thought, well, so that was my first thought. Then I thought, well, who, who are they leaving behind? Well, that's David Johnson, so I went and snatch him real fast. I don't know if that was if it's worth anything, but we'll find out. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That team, I mean, the team is worse. <laughs> that's honestly so true. Well, they can't get worse, but in, I think in week one and two, Mark Ingram had like over 20 carries, and he only ended up with like five points both games. So it was like, well. You know what's I mean, crazy about that? What you, do? you know what's crazy about that is he's that performance, those two games you mentioned, that is like what Leonard Fournette was when he was at the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. And then now he's a completely different person. Yeah, he is. I had no, like looking at who I thought he was, there's no way I was trying to draft uh, Leonard Fournette this year. And that's totally my bad because some people, I don't know who has him in the league this year, but. um, It's John, Dax Babycock, sorry. But that is like. And I wonder where he drafted him because in other leagues, that's been the steal of the draft was Leonard Fournette. I mean, tenth, yeah, tenth round, which is crazy. And I mean, I rode the the Lenny 
Big Lenny Roller Coaster. I don't know. He's got. There's got to be a better nickname than that. But I rolled the, the Lenny Roller Coaster for years. I like. I had him in my dynasty league. I had him in everything. And then when he started to go downhill, I just you know jumped off the ship. Um, and then I thought I, was, I had made the right choice. I felt great about it. I was like, wow, I jumped off right before his down season. Like, whatever, he played well in the playoffs, so we don't have fantasy in the playoffs, so who cares? Um, and then, you know, this year I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole. Like, I believe um, – so John drafted him in the 10th round. Who uh, – Ronald Jones. I kept him. And I, I bet Lee kept like, him. That's one of the best keeps. Yep. Yep. Like, so Lee actually right. kept him in the sixth round, um, which I mean it was a good pick. So, huh? But yeah, that's just how fantasy goes, I guess. So, all right. So we can wrap this up. Anything else you want to shout out? Any teams you want to shout out? Anybody in the league you forgot to say something to that you need to say something to? Um, let's see. We go one by one. Ryan. I'm not scared of your team. <laughs> I'm going to finish with a better record than you this season. I'm, I'm scared of his team. I'm scared of his team. <laughs> no, no. I'm not scared of his team. He was talking trash last week saying, come at me or whatever. Uh, no, 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 no. Granted, he'll probably beat me in the playoffs. I'll just throw it. That's another bold prediction. Um, no, let's see. John, thank you for the avatar this year, as always. I appreciate it. Casey Powerbottom is the coolest logo out of any of the teams here. Javes, I miss you. What's up? Kura, Zorlin Point USA, miss you. What's up? Uh, Nick, for all the, the transactions and stuff that you've done, uh, I'm so sorry that you're sitting at three and four right now. <laughs> I feel like you should be four and, uh, four and three or five and two. Um, lead, man, your keepers did not work out the way you thought they did, and I'm sorry miss you uh insty you again you are going to be my sleeper pick to win the whole league yanni thank you for once again taking the most points against in this league appreciate it but you'll probably make the playoffs this year and then alan rest in peace I, <laughs> no one can help you and I, I miss you dearly yeah i, I will say alan got he got bit by the like the the fall off players. I mean, Alan Robinson, nobody could have foreseen that. I was excited for Alan Robinson coming. I was mad. I didn't get him. Yeah. Um, and Robbie Anderson, I was mad. I, I targeted him in every league. I never got him. And yeah. thank the fucking Lord. Cause I don't think he's, I mean, has he scored more than 10 points once this year? No. Yeah. Robbie one Anderson time, is time. like what we all wanted Jamar chase or what Jamar chase has turned out to be. That's what we wanted Robbie to be is like one big bomb per game. You yep, know, yep, yep. not happening. Uh, no. Also, Alan, what's really sad is that not only does he have the least amount of points for, he's the least amount of points against. So we've been giving him opportunities to win. And I'm sorry, Alan, you're just not getting it done. Yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough road for him, I think. I mean, his, some of his players are on the up, but we'll see. I mean, Miles, Miles, yeah, Miles Sanders, one of, just a huge downfall this year, probably because yeah. Jalen Hurts is – He's the second best fantasy quarterback, but he's probably like the 30th best NFL quarterback out there. He is not a good NFL quarterback. So I will well, not be keeping anyway. him in any of the other leagues that I have him because who knows what's going to happen. Next. Yeah, seriously. I, I mean, I don't know who has him in this league, but that's words word to the wise because I, I would not either. I wouldn't touch him at the 10-foot pole until, I mean, yeah. 
stash somebody on your bench. So, all right, so we can wrap this up. I don't know how long this has been, probably about 20 to 22 minutes or 25 minutes maybe. So that's not terrible. I will, I kept the uh, intro to about five minutes. So 30 minutes overall, not terrible. Casey, thank you very much for joining me, and I will outshow this on the end. So appreciate it. Bye. All right, I'm quick recording this outro on Friday during my lunch break. Um, big Packers win last night. We lost Bobby Tunyon for the year, but what a win. We're down our top two cornerbacks and our best player on defense, realistically. Our top three wide receivers in in um, MVS, Adams, and Lazard. We were down three offensive linemen, so what a win. Good shit. Um... Shout out to Redeker, who got his new dog yesterday. Very cute. Um, thanks again to PB for hopping on. I'm really enjoying these interviews. They've been a lot of fun. I'll try and keep these a little bit shorter, but, you know, we'll see what we can do. Next week, I will get this out on Wednesday if I can. I do have a kickball game on Wednesday, but it's late. So, under the lights, so I should be able to get it out before that. And, no, I don't think I'll have a guest next week. The week after that, I got something something fun planned, so we'll see how that goes. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys.